T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Of course, you see him on the jazz broadcast. Former jazz man himself, he is Matt Harping with us here on The Big Show. Matt, hi, how are you? How is, uh, how's the family? Everybody doing all right? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, family's doing pretty good. So we're all hanging in and making the best of the kind of a hard situation for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's great to hear. Uh, let's talk a little basketball. I mean, you've got to be impressed with what the Jazz are doing in this series, I assume. Yeah, very. Um, I I am, you know, going into the bubble without Bogey. I, I thought they might struggle a little bit offensively, uh, but they just have seemed to get it together and have not missed a beat as far as shooting the ball. I, you know, we all saw the first couple games and said, "Uh oh, this is going to be trouble," and they have trouble scoring and they're not making shots. Um, it might have been the best thing for them, uh, not making those shots in those games because they've been just shooting at a blistering pace since then. Um, it's just when you watch in this matchup against Denver particularly, I just haven't seen through four games a defense that you say, oh, if Denver does this, the Jazz are going to be in trouble. Um, I, I just – everything is working. I think Quinn Snyder's done a brilliant job of game planning, finding open shots, finding quality looks. Uh there's a lot of wide-open shots. I mean, I'm blown away with how many wide-open looks they're getting in a playoff game. But uh, it's a credit to the offense, credit to moving the ball and being unselfish. So, Matt, I, I tell me if I'm up in the night on this, because as I watch the players on the court, there seems to be a body language to them that just exudes confidence. There's no hesitation when they shoot, and I'm talking about the greater number of them, but especially guys like Conley and, and Mitchell and uh, and Clarkson, and others too, where they just, you can look at the way, you can look at their body movements and think, they think the next shot's going in. Am I, am I imagining this, or do you see that too? No, I, I totally see it. I, I think of two reasons why. For me, you know, when you have your best player, Donovan, just playing out of his mind the way he is, it kind of brings everyone along. I mean, he comes to the bench, he's happy, he's excited, and, you know, he, you could just see the confidence coming from him. And I think it just is shared. And then Clarkson comes in and he's getting buckets. And next thing you know, it just becomes contagious and around. And I think the other, my other point would be, you know, not having a crowd is a, is a huge difference. You know, a lot of these guys, when you play in the NBA, you play in gyms just like this. I mean, this is how they practice. They play. They play pickup games. There's no crowd. And it's easier to shoot in pickup games than when there's no crowds and uh, when you're in gyms like they are right now than it is when you're in Denver and you're trying to make shots when there's the crowd is all over you and you're, you know, it's a close game. You're coming down the stretch. Um, I just think shooting across the board is up. I think it's beneficial for the Jazz and young players and guys that haven't been in the playoffs in a long time, the role players are getting helped by this because um, it's hard. Usually the playoffs are hard to go to the other team's uh, team and, and try to play in front of their crowd. It, it, it's, you know, you know when people come to, when teams come to Utah, how difficult it is. They say it year after year, how hard it is to play in Utah uh, with the fans. And so, you know, I think with the bubble, you just don't have that. So these guys, once you get rolling, it's, it's hard to stop. I mean, you just feel good all game. What do you think about uh, Denver's defense? Because it seems like they've thrown everything at the Jazz and nothing has worked. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't think it's good. And it wasn't good heading into the bubble, right? They were struggling in the bubble. I think they were ranked last in defense uh, of rating. And, you know, they were trying – they were getting by by outscoring you. So they were they were fifth best in offensive rating, but worst in defense rating. So I think they thought in the playoffs they were just going to outscore 
uh, whoever they played, and that was going to be their game plan. But that's not the way playoff basketball works. You got you got to defend when you're in the playoffs. And um, you know, I, I'm a little shocked why Denver hasn't pulled out a defense like what teams do against James Harden. You know, you're just getting the ball out of his hands, and then you're making Rudy Gobert be the decision maker and not the guards of Conley and Mitchell. You know, when they about when they're about to use Gobert as the screen, I'm surprised we haven't seen just a full out blitz, a pre blitz. Uh, before the pick happens to where Donovan's got to throw it to Gobert because then you deny the other two wings and then Gobert's the only guy open. Then you're forcing Gobert to make the decision. Um, I'm, I'm just shocked that, that, that Denver hasn't put Utah in that position yet, but we'll see. Maybe maybe game five. When you have the guys shooting from the perimeter the way the Jazz have been last night, what was it, 14 of 29 from behind the arc? And that, that just that, that not only does that tear the heart out of a defense – but then you lob the ball into Gobert and have him either dunk it on your head or else have a layup right there at the rim. That one-two yeah. punch is 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 devastating. Right, and the way they're playing, exactly. I mean, if they're going to play a drop big with Jokic, who's not a great defender, um, and they're going to keep him in the paint. I mean, basically, you're giving Donovan Mitchell, who's the hardest guard, one of the hardest guards to guard in a one-on-one situation, a downhill run right into a seven-footer that doesn't move his feet well. I mean, that's not going to end well if you're Denver. Um, so, the, and Donovan's been feeling it. Uh, he comes off that pick. Gobert sets a nice screen. Jokic is kind of in no man's land, and then he does his thing. Uh, they try to switch up a couple times. They do a soft double. They've done a hard double a couple times. Um, but Donovan's gotten so good at reading defenses now. And not only Donovan, but Mitchell, I mean, excuse me, Conley, Clarkston, Ingles, the Jazz have a nice array of, of guys that can play make and make good decisions. And so when you when you say, okay, we're going to leave the weak side open and come over and help, well, you're kind of hoping in that kind of defense that the Jazz don't find that open guy. And that's what they're so well prepared that they're finding that open guy. And those open guys are knocking down shots. Matt Harpering is with us. And Matt, it's easy to kind of picture what a locker room is like when a team's up 3-1 in a series, uh, you know, because winning feels pretty good. But what's it like to be in a locker room down 3-1? What's Denver going through right now? It's hard. It's <laughs> they're, You know why it's hard is, is, you know, I felt after game one they had some confidence, but there was also finally a, a, maybe some doubt, too. I really think they came into the series wanting Utah. I think they came like, okay, if we can pick any one of these eight teams, who do we want to play? And they were like, let's play Utah. Um, and I think Utah said the same thing about Denver. But I don't, I, I don't think they really knew exactly what they were getting when they got Utah. And after game one, I think they came into game one extremely confident. But after game one, there was a little bit of doubt, even though they won the game. I think they were like, uh-oh, this, this was hard. Um, and then all of a sudden, game two and three, they're, they look confused at times, and they look like they're self-doubting. And uh, their body language doesn't look great. Uh, it just puts a lot of pressure on the role players and guys to make shots, it becomes very pressurized where the Jazz can now go out and play more free and have fun and lose and like they've been playing. And so it's it's hard if you're if you're Denver right now. But you know, with that being said, they're good enough and good enough offensively to where they have two guys, Jokic, if he can get it together, and and Murray who got it together last night. You know, those guys can flat out beat you if they get on. I want to circle back on what you said earlier, Matt, about uh, Mitchell and his effect on the rest of the team. When you have a guy who's playing the way Mitchell is now, does that, in fact, quite tangibly lift the rest of the team? And do they feel like, is, there, is this confidence they're feeling, do they think like, hey, man, uh, we're taking that one game at a time, but we're heading to the Western Conference Finals? 
Yeah, you know, when you got a guy rolling like that and a superstar, it's kind of like captain of the ship. You're like, just get on my back. Let's go. And, and you're on the shipmate. Me, I'm like, okay, let's roll. Let, let's do this, Don. I mean, if some of these shots and some of these plays that he's making are just unbelievable. But, you know, when, when Donovan is so confident like that and he's backing it up with the play, and then there really hasn't been – I mean, there's been minutes, you know, in the games where the Jazz have struggled, but there really hadn't been a game where you walk away and be like, wow, that was a, you know, Jazz just couldn't figure that defense out, you know. So I think there's there's confidence across the board of making shots. They're getting wide open looks. There's not, you know, a way that they're thinking that they're going to be stopped. And Donovan's coming back to the bench and being like, they can't stop me. Just they, let's keep going. And it's just, it's, it's, it's almost your your own family. You're in the bubble. You're around each other every day and all day. So you you know just like you are in a family when someone's down or someone's sick in a family, everyone's down, right? Well, it's the same thing in a, in a basketball team when when everyone's rolling, everyone's feeling great about things. The family's great. And so right now the Jazz family they they're sitting pretty. I love I just I, I love the where they are right now. They can't ask for a better situation right now as far as where they are in the series. And he also said he was as, he was more proud of the seven assists than he was the points. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, what's great is he's not a selfish guy. You know, you watch some of these superstars play, and you can see that they need their points, and they go after it. Um, I I watched Donovan, and, you know, certainly he has times, I guess, when when there's some plays you're like, I was kind of selfish. But overall, like, you you never get that feeling watching him. And I've gotten that feeling with other superstars that they only care about their points. And and Donovan just makes the basketball play. And – you know, that's hard to teach, and credit to Quinn Snyder and the rest of the, the coach, coaching staff for instilling that, that culture um, in, in, in the Jazz. And then, you know, we talked about it earlier being contagious. If, if your best player is doing that and looking for the open man, then everyone's going to start doing it. And, you know, the hardest guy on the court is, is Donovan when he's willing to pass to the wide-open guy. I mean, the easiest guy to guard is when you know the guy's going to have it, but he's not passing. So you just kind of load your defense up and and it's hard for Denver because you can't load your defense up because Donovan's so unselfish. Matt, what has August Mike Conley uh, figured out that November Mike Conley didn't necessarily know? Why has he seemed like so much more comfortable now than he did then? I just more time with the Jazz, more time with his teammates. Um, I think the rest actually is very beneficial. You know, the season's a grind. And when you get to the 60 and 70 game mark and you're, you're feeling, your body's feeling, all of a sudden you get four months off. It's, it's, it's pretty much like an off season. Um, and you come back at the end of the year and your legs are back and you feel great. And, you know, Conley, who's getting a little bit older, I mean, that, that's going to benefit him uh, tremendously. If he's back, he can condition his body again. And, um, you know, I just think he looks fresh. He looks crisp. There's no injuries. Uh, it's a totally different playoff experience than usual because of the timing of this. Um, plus, I think he's just comfortable. I think Quinn and, and guys, it's the offense, they just know where each other is going to be. Their chemistry is great. The, you know, they use the word connectivity, and I think that's true. They're all connected. Um, it's just fun to watch a team again, you know, and you don't get a team in a lot of sports or a lot of professional sports. And when you watch Utah play, and a little bit like Toronto too, and a little bit like Boston, I like the, those three teams that I watch play. I'm like, you know, these guys, this is a team, and teams are hard to beat. How much of an advantage is it, Matt, that the team seems to like each other? Much was made of the uh, the uh, temporary rift, or, or if that's what it was, between uh, Donovan and, and Rudy. But I'm not sensing any of that with this team now. I, I could see these guys hanging out at a barbecue together. 
Absolutely, and I agree with you. I, I just think the the Donovan is, is too high of character to, you know, hold grudges. I, I think Gobert was a little bit immature in what he did. I think Donovan knew it. He didn't appreciate it. Um, it was vented out. And then, you know, you, then you get, like, who are you as a person? Are you forgivable? Are you the guy that holds grudges? And, and so I think Donovan, again, you go, the Jazz has done a good job going after high-character people. And so I think Gobert knew he messed up, apologized. Donovan said, yeah, I get it, and I accept it. And then you move on because it's about a bigger goal. It's about winning. And, you know, being in a bubble, you know, like it or not, you're around each other all the time. Um, but I truly think these guys appreciate each other and they respect each other. And that's the biggest thing. You got to have the respect for one another before you like someone. And I think they appreciate where each of them come from. And I truly do think you're right. At a barbecue, I think they all like each other. They all can hang out and have fun. Do you think this one's over in five? Um, personally, yes. Um, but I, you know, I don't know. I, I, they could come out and, and, get a win, I guess. You know, of course, Denver's good. Um, I do think it would be a close game. I, unless Utah just can't find a way to, to make a shot, you know, they, they've done that a couple times this year where they come out and they've just been ice cold. And that can certainly happen. Um, but if they're playing the way they are right now and they're, they're making shots and they're still shooting 50% from the floor and, and making threes, I, I just don't think Denver has enough. Matt, uh, do you think you would enjoy hanging out at a barbecue with Bowler and Thurl? <laughs> Our broadcasters are like barbecues. I always think I would bowler. You know, and I, I would. I enjoy. I enjoy uh, bowler. His perspective, my perspective. You know, it, it's it's fun to. You know, I I joke with bowler a lot. Um, but you know, when we hang out on the road, we actually hang out an awful lot. And I, it's it it is nice to to. You know, he's been in this business a long time, and I, I have not been in the business. Uh, you know, as long, obviously. And so, um, he was an integral part of me being comfortable in this business and just being, Hey, you know, a guy that I can ask a lot of questions to, which was, which is important for me and, and more about not just the basketball side of it, but just the business side of it. Um, I, and you know, we make fun of each other, but it's all in fun. And, um, you know, he's one of the nicest guys really honestly that you will ever meet. So, you know, he's a, he's a good partner. It's all, but a lim- but, but lemma, you wouldn't want to hang out with him. Would you? Oh, I'm funny, man. I, I love a lemma. He's, <laughs> Uh, you know, the Jazz, I mean, I'm just saying, they, they, they do a great job, whether it's basketball or whoever it is. I mean, they, they hire high-quality people. You got to give them credit. Because I've been with other organizations. That's just not true um, on other organizations. Well, Matt, we certainly appreciate you dropping by the show. Thank you very much, and uh, keep up the good work. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Matt. Matt Harpering, AT&T Sportsnet. Uh, of course, uh, we still have the local television coverage for the first round, Gordon. If uh, they move on to the second round, which I think we are e- expecting at this point them to do, then it goes all national and we'll miss Matt and Bowler and Thurl and Alema. They've done a really great job. Yeah, I was just kidding about Alema. Alema's a really nice guy. Mm, sounded kind of personal to me. What, it, what, what's the deal? He's just jealous of me. He's oh. always been jealous of me because of the way I dress. And <laughs> I see. Okay. You know. Right. I mean, he is that, can't is that quite why? keep up. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.